Good morning. Will you open up with me in your Bibles to Exodus chapter 17? Uh, We're going to be reading from verses 8 through 16 uh, this morning. Uh, We are looking at a sermon series that's entitled, A Strong Tower. And throughout this sermon series, we have been uh, discussing the name of the Lord and the name of the Lord in the Old Testament. We've been using the the scripture, Proverbs 18.10 which says the name of the Lord is a strong tower, a righteous run to it, the righteous run to it, and they are saved. And uh, throughout this series, we've talked about the different names of God in the Old Testament. Today, we're going to talk about Jehovah Nisi. Uh, Let's read uh, Exodus 17, starting in verse 8. says the Amalekites uh, came... And they attacked the Israelites at Rephidim. And Moses, he said to Joshua, I want you to choose some of our men and go out to fight the Amalekites. Tomorrow I will stand on top of the hill with the staff of God in my hands. And so Joshua fought the Amalekites as Moses had ordered. And Moses and Aaron and Hur, they went to the top of the hill. And as long as Moses held his hands, up his hands, the Israelites were winning. But whenever he lowered his hands, the Amalekites were winning. So when Moses' hands grew tired, they took a stone and put it under him and sat him on it. And Aaron and Hur, they held his hands up, one on one side, one on the other, so that his hands would remain steady until sunset. So Joshua overcame the Amalekite army with the sword. And the Lord said to Moses, write this on a scroll as something to be remembered. Make sure that Joshua hears it, because I will completely blot out the memory of Amalek from under heaven. And Moses, this is what he does. He builds an altar and called it Jehovah Nisi. The Lord is my banner. And he said, for hands were lifted up to the throne of the Lord, and the Lord will be at the war with the Amalekites from generation to generation. Will you begin with me in a word of prayer? Father, I cannot say thank you enough for the grace given to each one of us, for your mercies to be new every morning. Father, for this opportunity to gather with my family and my friends to celebrate and honor you. And I pray that through this time of worship, we can also be spoken to through your spirit, through your word, to our hearts, to our minds, that we might understand who you are, and that might change and transform our lives. Father, we pray these things this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. I mean, what an amazing story. We are less than one year from the exodus of Israel from Egypt. Months prior to this battle, just months, the Israelites were brick makers. They were herdsmen. They were slaves. 
The people literally just thought in this story at Rephidim, the Israelites literally just thought they were about to die of lack of water. And just like we talked about last week, they grumbled against Moses. They just, just the same place. They were ready to kill Moses because they led him to a place without water. So like we talked about last week, Moses turns to the Lord. The Lord led him to a rock. He strikes that rock with his staff and water comes out. It takes care of everybody. So they just thought they were going to die of thirst. They just thought they were about to kill Moses. And out they can see in the fields an army with their banner raised, the Amalekites. This group of complaining families, these farmers, these brick makers, these slaves, they are not warriors. They were not trained in the art of war. And so what an amazing story of God winning this battle. And all Moses had to do was keep his hands raised up to God. And that battle belonged to the Lord. The altar he built was called Jehovah Nisi. The Lord is my banner. And as I was uh, looking through this text and trying to find a connection, because we don't have that kind of banner in our wars, do we, today? I, probably the closest word that would be connected to this word banner would be a flag. And I think about the flag of the United States and what it represents. And so I put together a few famous photos to help us understand the connection. The, the first one here is when the Star Spangled Banner was written by Francis Scott Key. He saw this flag flying over Fort McKinney, McHenry while it was being bombed by the British in the War of 1812. And that brought the inspiration for the Star Spangled Banner. It brought us inspiration. You can see that at the Smithsonian, and it's just breathtaking, right? Now, the next flag is probably the most famous of all the flag raisings in the United States, right? This is uh, uh, Iwo Jima, right? Thank you. The Marines uh, led this uh, charge, and when they took the Battle of Iwo Jima, it's our war against Japan in World War II, this was the, the raising of that flag. Uh, another famous flag raising in 19... 69, right? It's the landing on the moon. It was, uh, uh, it was Buzz Aldrin, Neil Armstrong, who raised it there. And the final one is one that, you know, really speaks to my heart, one that I witnessed, I was able to watch on, on TV and brought tears to my eyes. This was at ground zero after the Twin Towers fell after two planes uh, flew into the World Trade Towers in New York City. Personally, I can still feel the feels. I remember where I was as I grappled with so much loss that day, and I, I remember this scene 
being shown over and over on the TV and the, the feels that you get uh, from it. And, and, and so maybe some of you were alive uh, during uh, World War II, or maybe some of you, know, many of you were alive, of course, uh, during, um, during the landing of the moon. Uh, I think uh, Bob Black was alive during uh, the 18, War of 1812. Does that sound about right? Um, but but we, we see these images, and they, and they bring feels to us, right? Think about that as Moses builds this altar and calls it Jehovah Nisi. The Lord is my banner. The Lord is my flag. And I hope these images help give a context by which we can see why they built the altar that day. Like these pictures, that altar would be a symbol of the story that they would tell. That we won the battle, not because we were great warriors, but because the Lord is my banner. The Lord was lifted up. Today, I would like to take a moment to discuss why the Israelites needed that symbol and why I think you need this symbol as well. If you're following along in your notes, write, write this down. A banner and weariness. And weariness. I cannot stress enough the miracle that took place that day. Think about how weary the Israelites were. One minute they are dying of thirst. And the next minute they are going to war. And this isn't the first time they were thirsty, right? Nor was it the first time they were bitter and wanted to kill Moses. They were physically weary from thirst, but they were also spiritually weary. They were weary in their hearts. They needed the Lord as the banner to be their refuge that day, a place where the Israelites could find safety and strength. When Greco-Jewish scribes translated the Hebrew Bible into Greek, they used a root word from the word nisi, and instead of saying the Lord is my banner, they found it to say, the Lord is my refuge. Jehovah Nisi, the Lord is my refuge, is the banner by which the Israelites sought refuge that day because they were weary spiritually and physically. It's the psalmist who says, my God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in time of trouble. On Tuesday, South Knoxville was hit with a tremendous storm. Not nearly as bad as Carnes, right? Hulls, Pow, sorry. Not nearly as bad as Pow. We were without power for 16 hours. Justin over here was uh, 25 days or something like that. It was forever. We got hit hard. And I remember the, the rain was, was really coming across like a hurricane. And me and the boys and Jessica, we went outside and we watched the biggest tree in Bob and Sue's yard. The biggest tree was just bending over like a, a twig and it snapped like a twig. And I thought, we're going to die. Power went out, of course. And I was grateful that I, I was 
in a, a refuge. My house is made of concrete block. Inside of my house, I have a bathroom where there's no windows, and I'm surrounded by concrete block. I'm safe inside of my refuge, physical refuge. God is not, our, not only our physical refuge, but God is also our spiritual refuge, the place where we can find strength when we are weary. Secondly, I want you to write down that the Lord is a banner in war. He is a banner in war. The story goes in World War II that a passenger ship set sail from Great Britain towards the port of New York City, and the captain of the ship was really nervous about enemy vessels. He sought some guidance from a British admiral, and the admiral calmly told him, no matter what happens, just set sail and drive that ship straight ahead. Don't take any detours. Sail the, strip, the, the ship straight ahead. Continue onward, heading straight towards the intended mark. Now, after several days of sailing across the Atlantic Ocean, which undeniably was filled with submarines and enemy vessels of all kinds, the captain spotted an enemy destroyer off the forward bow. Nervously, he grasped the handset and called for assistance. And this calm voice responded, keep on straight, do not detour, just sail the, the ship straight ahead, everything will be fine. After a couple more days, the ship pulled safely into the harbor of New York City. Shortly after docking, the great British warship, man of war, pulled right in behind them. And the captain realized that he didn't see the battleship. All he saw was what was ahead of him. And it's a reminder, I think, to us that we sometimes only see what's happening in front of us. And the reality is there is a great spiritual war happening right here in front of us. And we need to be reminded that the Lord is my banner. He is right there, right behind us the whole time. I find hope in Paul's words in Romans chapter 8 when he says, No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. We are more than conquerors in the spiritual battle that we face. The altar of Jehovah Nisi served as a physical reminder to the Israelites that God fights their battles. And we need to overcome spiritual wars for our souls. You see, at every stop, the Israelites would gripe and complain. At every stop, there was a spiritual battle happening for their souls. But every stop, there was Jehovah Nisi fighting their battles. You're fighting a spiritual war right now. And the enemy is trying to take your heart. The enemy is trying to steal your soul. Will you look to Jehovah Nisi because like that great warship, He's right there the whole time. The third thing that I would like you to write down is that the Lord is our banner and worship. 
is a banner in worship. All right, so just like Jewish, Greco-Jewish scholars translated the, the Hebrew Bible into Greek, there were Latin scholars who translated the Hebrew Bible into Latin. And they didn't use banner, and they didn't use refuge. They used lift up. The Lord is lifted up. And that makes sense if you think about it. Because what was Moses doing? He was lifting up his hands. And what do you do with a banner? You don't put it in the closet, right? You don't hide it under your chair. What do you do with a banner? You lift it up. The psalmist writes in Psalm 20, verse 5, that may we shout for joy your victory and lift up our banners in the name of our God. Jehovah Nisi, the Lord is lifted up, is so important for our worship. I read the story about a man named Urbal. He was a farmer living in 2200 B.C., he worshiped two gods, one a god of death and the other a goddess of fertility. And one day the temple priest told Urbal to bring his young son to the temple for sacrifice. I mean, if he wants good crops. Urbal obeyed and on the appointed day he drug his wife and his boy to the scene of this religious execution. After the sacrifice to Urbal's boy, the several others, the priests announced that the fathers will spend the next week in the temple with a temple prostitute. Urbao's wife is stunned, and she noticed a desire written more intensely across his face than she's ever seen before. After the ceremony was over, she walked out of the temple with her head swimming, concluding that if he had different gods, he might have been a different man. And man, that's some truth for us, isn't it? What you lift up is what you worship. What you lift up is what you worship. And what you worship really defines you as a person. I'm giving you a lot to chew on this morning. And I have a feeling that the message hits differently for everyone. The Lord is my banner. And if you're this morning weary in life, maybe you're financially scraping by, maybe your marriage is in trouble, maybe your relationships are strained, maybe you are mentally, physically, and spiritually weary, I invite you to the banner. We need a God when we are weary. The Lord is my banner, and in this morning, if you're feeling the pressure of sin, you feel like the devil is fighting for your soul, you're just ready to give up, I invite you to the banner. We need a God in this spiritual war. The Lord is my banner. And this morning, I want us to join together in song and worship because what we lift up defines who we are. And maybe you've lifted up 
your possessions for far too long. Maybe you've lifted up your family for far too long. Maybe you've lifted up your pride, your job. It's time this morning to give it up and lift up God. We need God. We need the banner. Lord, I need you. That'll be our anthem of praise this morning as we lift up Jehovah Nisi. We're going to sing the song, Lord, I Need You. I invite you while we sing this song to go to one of these tables here and and grab that cup and, and think about, ponder about, wonder about what you're lifting up. As uh, we, we have uh, someone coming after me to, to share some communion time, some communion meditation, we'll take that cup together. But let's pray first. Father, we pray this morning to the God who is lifted up. I pray, Father, for those of us who are struggling to lift you up high, I pray, Father, that we will be convinced, convicted to lift you up high. Lord, for those who need you lifted up high as a refuge, I pray that you will surround them with your love and your mercy, your strength. For those who are being bombarded by Satan's attack, I pray that you will help them find healing, that you, Lord, will give them strength to overcome. And as we think about the cross, we think about the new life given in Jesus Christ. We come with grateful hearts and praise. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.